This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You made it. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of... This place where the kids aren't asking for the Wi-Fi. Mom, can we go to the pool? And when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. This week on RVER, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Hey, Chief, we got a damaged RV on its way to the OR. Well, that sounds like a job for the new head of RV surgery. (laughs) Wait, are you promoting me? Congrats, Martinez. Doctor! Well, that sounds like a job for the new head of nursing. So you're just promoting everyone now? Yeah, kind of looks that way, doesn't it? When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates covered subject to policy terms. Hi, welcome. This is a very, very special edition of that Mill podcast. 50 years ago, near enough to this week, we had an almighty and spectacular team in 1971-72. Unfortunately, they finished third in the league due to a result on the last day going Birmingham's way. Um, and unfortunately, not our way. We finished third in that season. Uh, we are lucky enough to have four players from that season. Um, obviously, uh, if you're watching on YouTube or Recast, you can see the players already. But I am absolute privileged to welcome to the show Steve Brown. Good evening, Steve. Good evening. Doug Alder, or Alder, sorry. Good evening. Name correct as well. Good evening, how are you? Good, thanks. The one and only Kingy, friend of the show. Good evening. Persecutor of myself and George Jacks. Good evening, all. That's it, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) The idea of this show is that I've... um, Brought on board, obviously, I wasn't there to watch it. I brought on board a mill historian, uh, Rob, friend of the show. We've we've done this, the guy who runs the tours at the Isle of Dogs. And Rob is hopefully, with these four chaps, going to take you down a walk down uh, a memory lane, a walk on memory lane. And uh, so, without further ado, I suppose I'll pass it over to you, Rob, and I'll let you crack on. Yeah, I'm just thanks, gonna... Can I just say, yeah, first drink. of all, it was a privilege and a pleasure to watch you guys play. There was an eight-year period uh, under Benny Fenton where we had an absolutely fantastic squad of players and it all came to a 
to a peak, I think, in the 71-72 season. We averaged nearly 17,000. We hadn't averaged that for many years, and we've not got that average attendance since. And that's all testament to you guys. Even though you, Dougie, passed me outside Brisbane Road once when I was waiting for your autograph. But there you are, you know, that's... Uh... <laughs> Just the only one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was a fantastic season. And um, I know that, uh, uh, George, you, you, were the, you were the only one that was, was signed by Billy uh, Gray, weren't you? You wasn't... Yeah. Uh, Bernie Fenton. Yeah. yeah. Right. 65. You can't QPR, I think. Um, yeah. And um, Benny put together a really good squad. But what, what I want to ask you, first of all, um, before we get down to the nitty-gritty of the matches, you know, I thought it was quite a catch, you know, that we signed Barry Bridges, who was uh, former Chelsea, England international. I mean, how did that go down with you guys? I mean, he must have been on slightly more wages than, than you fellas. Or well, don't you? I'm not sure he was actually. No, I'm not sure he was because I spoke to Barry several times, and I, th I think with Barry it was always um, it was always a football, wasn't it? He never really went looking for big money, um, but he was a really good lad. I mean, great great man to have in your team, and 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 he was a good player. I mean, when you got Posse and him up front, and then you got Brownie and Older in wide positions. I mean, we did have a bit of pace up front, didn't we? So, so you know, I'm listening to me dad then, and you're thinking, you know, how do we get Barry Bridges? You know, we just lost Keith Weller as well, haven't we? So, kind 40 of a, grand he cost, didn't he? That's a lot of money in them days, wasn't it? 40 what, grand, I think he cost. Yes. Who, Barry? It cost a lot of money, mate, because he was. Was it 40 grand? He come from QBI, I ain't sure. Rob, you. No, oh, Brian. Brian you're, you're right, Brian. It was 40 grand. Was it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then he went down to Brighton after that. Um, for, for about 35, I know it weren't, it weren't much off the money that we paid for him. But, but my point is, being an England international top-class player in the first division, that was quite a good coup for Millwall. To I think it was a scoop. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not many. But, and, and he played for Chelsea and Birmingham and then QPR before he came to us. Well, he, he, he made his name as a Chelsea player and an England international. Yeah, alongside Jimmy Greaves, wasn't it? Oh, what a youth team that was when they went. And I'll tell you who played in that youth team, Gordon Bolland. Yeah. Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea side with Venice, Terry Venables, Ron Harris, Alan Harris, um, Bridge O, fellow called Tony Nicholas, who I played with at Chelmsford, um, Peter Braybrook, he was Bobby there. Bobby yeah. Bobby Chamberlain, yeah. Good call yeah. that. Bro. I mean, hell of a youth team they had then. I know I can remember Gordon. I don't think he had that haircut. He had a little like business, <laughs> didn't he? When he came to yeah, yeah, called him Bubbles, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Blimey. He, he, he scored a cracking goal against Bristol City that season that oh, was yeah. featured on Match of the Day. Great striker of the ball, Gordon. Yeah. yeah, good player. Good and player. you know, as well, is I can remember. Before the season ever started, we uh, we lost a friendly down at South End four one. Oh, we got. I don't know whether oh, you remember that. It didn't look like a good start to the season. I mean, they was in what was called the the old fourth division then. And to lose four one at Roots Hall before the serious stuff started, it was um, 
Was that the last pre-season game? It wasn't the last pre-season game, was One it? of the pre-season games. Because the yeah. first game of the season, we we uh, we drew at um, Bristol. Bristol City. Three each, yeah. Three each, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, wasn't that? We slipped a lot of goals, which, which again, you're thinking... Four against South End, three against Bristol City. The goalkeeper <laughs> must have been the keeper. Yeah. <laughs> Where was Laurie Leslie then? Are <laughs> he, he gone? Any Laurie? Gone by well, he probably moved on, Brian. He was a coach, wasn't he? A co he was a coach, wasn't he, Laurie, as well? Um, was he, was was Andy, yeah, he ended up coach. Yeah. yeah. Andy Nelson. Yeah, Andy Nelson. Yeah. Um, he said that he used to smoke that pipe all the time, didn't he, Laurie? You remember that big pipe? Yeah. <laughs> Blimey. Well, according to Raymond Dunphy's book, he had all these plans put up for, for your training session. Yeah. And you threw them all up and played football with them. And, no, so come, in, come in, come in, <laughs> Kingy. Kingy and Brownie. Brownie you're talking about it. It's another brand. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You, you talk about. <laughs> You talking about Laurie's pipe? He offered me a, some of that, <laughs> and he smoked tartan tobacco. It was called tartan oh. tobacco, and Jeez. he he said, "Try this." And I had one puff of it, and I, that was it. I'd finished with smoking. Yeah, for smoking. <laughs> if you sat next to him, you thought you sat next to a horse. The <laughs> <laughs> horse shit he was smoking, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, blimey! He uh, was a man's man, Laurie, wasn't he? I mean, um, he was bright. What a brave goalkeeper he was! And sure. I've got, you know, I can hold hold my hands up and say that he, for the bit of coaching we had, and we didn't have a lot of coaching in them days, <laughs> individual goalkeeper coaching. Um, you'd be lucky if you had ten minutes with Jack, Jack Blackman. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. and, and if you threw the ball just a little bit out of his reach, you'd have to go and get it. I mean, um, Jack says, "Do I look as though I want to run around?" <laughs> well, well, Jack was the guy with a magic sponge, wasn't he? Yeah. That's what they called him. But well, can I tell you? I don't something? know how magic it was. Hang on, George. About Jack, we we were playing at Sunderland. One, we were staying at a hotel on a Friday night in Saltburn. And no, Stephen, Stephen, sorry, Stephen on the coast, right on the beach. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yes, yeah, Stephen. Our evening meal, we went down to play a game of snooker. And Jack was a bit of a wizard at snooker at times. So he said to us, come on, I'll take anybody on. And I think he took on Harry Cripps down at the snooker. No chance. No chance. And they started playing. And towards the end, somebody distracted Jack. And they replaced a red ball for a tomato. Yeah. <laughs> and Jack got down to play the ball. He played it. And it just went thud against the tomato and he looked round and we were all falling bits laughing and he said you bastards that was great as a dog <laughs> yeah. oh, he was mate you could never you know, his favourite saying was use your pip remember that he used to say use your pip <laughs> yeah use your pip <laughs> yeah. didn't push, push you guys up when he when he slung that cold sponge down your trousers I mean that was uh, that's soon got you up and running about again, didn't it? I mean, it was the size of a breeze block, wasn't it? You remember it yeah. in a bucket. There was no water. When that sponge was in the bucket, there was no water in it. And as soon as the sponge come out, and I, I remember I was at Ipswich one Christmas, and um, 
I got kicked on the ankle and I'm laying there and he's come on, he's put this sponge on the top of my head. And it's, it's just like being in the shower. And mm-hmm. and afterwards I said to him, Chat, it's my ankle, mate, you know what I mean? Why'd you put it on my head? He said, well, it's psychological, you see. I'll make you soaking wet on your head and you'll forget about your ankle. Yeah. And I thought, <laughs> I mean, and that's what they taught me the FA for physios. Jesus Christ, we had no chance. We, we played a reserve game away. It was very, very cold to all the shot. And Jack oh. never did the reserves, but this time he came. And I remember Danny O'Leary yeah. going down. And when he see Jack running on with his bucket and his sponge, and he got up and ran away. And, and Jack, obviously what Jack said to him, he said, I'm not having that. You're not putting that on my leg. It's freezing cold. Yeah, Danny got up and ran away. How, how did you how did you all get on as a as a set of players back then? I mean, you know, did you did you room did you when you went away, did you end up having roommates yeah. and stuff? I mean you know, there was Harry uh, the more senior players like Harry and uh, uh Dennis Harry and Burnett. Dennis together, weren't they? Yeah. Um you know, but otherwise well, Eamon Dunphy was a little bit of a loner, wasn't he? Um, yeah, you remember his underpants that time? Cool, oh, blimey. Yeah, I what? remember. Dougie will probably remember when we were apprentices. <laughs> we went in because we, we used to do the changing room, and I was in the home changing room. and I said to Jack, Eamon's left his underwear on the peg there, <laughs> and Jack said. I'll show you what to do with it. He got the, the broom, he lifted it off the peg and threw it in the dustbin. He said, and his words were, I'm not fucking watching them. <laughs> you remember that, Doug, didn't you? Yeah. He used to like his mints as well, Jack, didn't he? He used to have pockets oh, mate. Oh. He, he, yeah. he could eat a packet of mints in his pocket <laughs> and put them in his mouth. And as as they used to say about Jack, he, he was a bit tight, Jack. He could peel an orange in his pocket and eat it. I mean, it, it was amazing, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, I, I was used to get near him on the bus and I'd say to him, ain't got any of them foxes, Jack, have you? He'd go, yeah. yeah. And he said, how do you know that? I said, well, you had them last time as well. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, where we were on the terraces, uh, it, it kind of come across that Jack was almost Benny's number two because he didn't really have a number two, did he? Well, I, I don't well, think you could say that because Jack nah. used to be in about six o'clock in the morning, didn't he? He'd be in there yeah. at six. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't leave until about half past ten at night. I mean, no, he was unbelievable. Club, unbelievable. And he was tough, by the way. He was a hard man, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, they reckon he was, yeah. Oh, you wouldn't want to have a scrap with him. Cool, he was solid, Jack. Can you remember the time with Brian Deer? Oh. Hey. <laughs> yes. Sure. Yeah. Well, I remember reading that in your book, Kingy. I bet, bet, bet not... I'll tell you what, Jack, you should hate him, didn't he, George? Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. He was, he was a really hard man, Jack. And you couldn't cross him, otherwise you'd certainly know it. Well, you wouldn't get a mint, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so why did we sign Brian Deere? I don't see the point of that. He, he, no, he, well, came, at the, he very... came at the start of the season after we just missed out on promotion, wasn't it? Yeah. He came in the, the worst performance I've ever seen by a footballer. Hang on, Kenny. Wasn't that, wasn't that the season before? A couple of seasons before? We, we oh, signed I him. 
Because we, we, when, when we the lost... The first game was a bolt. The first game was a bolt. We got Amadeira and all. You, you said South End. We lost up there for one. Right. First yeah. game of the season. Yeah. When we... Uh, first Where's Dougie gone? Dougie's disappeared. What's that, like, Doug? He's gone to get his mints. <laughs> if you undo one of them boxes, mint, now you're going to get yeah, it. Brian. <laughs> no, I've got a funny thing on the screen. I've got one for you, Dougie, if you don't mind. I, I, no. I remember when we played at Vicarage Road that season, and um, they absolutely battered us. They, they, you know, it was about 60, 70 minutes That's in. Fair. Then all of a sudden, we had a breakaway. You went down the wing. It's over in the box. The referee give a penalty. We've lost. We lost Rob. We lost you there, Rob. Yeah, You've done yeah you disappeared for a minute, Rob. It's just Rob, you, your you sound's gone. Round and round about. The microphone. <laughs> the microphone just got in that glass. <laughs> yeah, you're back now. The microphone disappeared, mate. Yeah. It's gone. No, it's gone again, mate. No, you're gone. No, he has gone. No, he has gone. <laughs> just, 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 just for you, boys. Um, dear joined in sixty. Dear coming sixty-nine seventy. Oh, okay, okay. And he only he only stayed for a few games, and then he went to the vermin. Oh, I tell you what, he, yeah, was, he didn't last long. That's for sure. No, he lasted oh. one season, sixty-nine seventy. He come from Fulham, yeah. and then come to us for six appearances, and yeah. then went to West Ham. And only went four there. Then I think he basically disappeared off, um, oh, off existence. I, I had to laugh one day when Eamon Dunphy says, you can't talk to me like that. He said, don't you know I play? I'm an international. So, <laughs> so Stag said, Stag said, and what? He said, uh, I'm an international. I'm a full international. So he said, um, if you keep the ball up with your right foot <laughs> ten times, you get a cap for That's Ireland. Right. I, mean, I remember <laughs> You went mad, don't you? Who's trained at Navy World Bowls? Cool, dear, oh dear. And the stag asked Eamon whether he wanted to lift back to the ground. <laughs> so he said, yeah. Like, so he, he was going along Lewis from High Street. He went, oh, I, I need some fags, Eamon. Can you just, just jump out? So yeah. He jumped out. The went, I'll see you later, Eamon. And he went <laughs> back to the ground. <laughs> He done. He did that to Ronnie Alves, didn't he? We yeah. left Pete. We yeah. left Pete Green, and yeah. he took him all over the shop. And it, Ronnie Alves said he was biting his fingernails and spitting it on the windscreen. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, th I think they ended up through the tunnel. And Ronnie Alves said, oh, "We've got to get back. We've got to go." Oh, don't worry about that. You ain't you ain't planning it anyway. Unbelievable. You were. Who was he? I mean, out of everyone now, I mean, obviously all of you boys got on and, and you know, you had a, a, a cracking relationship with each other. So out of that bunch of that, that team during that period then, who was the who was the joker as such of the um of of the team as such? Who was the one what if if anyone was gonna be pranked, it was gonna be that person, you know, like your boots put in the freezer or in the bath or or stuff like that, or what yeah, yeah. that not really done. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. <laughs> um, yeah, King, Kingy and Brian Brown. Do you remember Sheffield? We played at Sheffield United, and he got up, and um, you know they used to put the shoes outside the door to be clean, didn't they? All the bits. 
And um, anyway, there's a ruction downstairs, and, and the, the businessmen, they're all going, we, somebody's been and taken their shoes. We don't know what's going on now. Anyway, Brownie had put me in a bath of water. He <laughs> <laughs> got, got about 40 pairs of shoes in a bath of water. <laughs> oh, dear me. That's a, that's a nightmare. But I mean, you obviously that season, you well, that season before and that season, you, you, you accomplished some great things. Um, you played with some some monsters um, of players. You know, Harry Cripps, for one, was um, an unbelievable player back in the day and an unbelievable legend with us. Um, what was it like going out and playing with him week in, week out and, and being part of your inner circle? I don't oh. mind which one you want to go to. I mean, I'll go to, I'll go to you first, Kingy, then we'll go back, we'll go George, Doug well, and Steve. I, I was going to say... The best would be start with George because George played with him in the in the lower leagues as such. Yeah, yeah up right. in the second division. Well, I played, with you, George. I played with him in '65. That's when I first got into the team, and they were all established players by then: Harry Cripps and Tommy Wilson, Brian Snowden, Snowden. Yeah. Stepney, Johnny Gilchrist, the lot. That was a stonewall. You know, they were all ardent professionals, and I got into the side. With uh, the likes of Harry and that, you'd, you'd want them on your side, no matter what. Everybody seemed to pull for one another. They had yes. such a such a good bond. It was brilliant. And it went throughout the seasons. Like you said, Rob, um, Nick, that we would get into the throes of, um, you know, winning games. And that's how it went. It just snowballed. And everybody was in the same boat. Nobody, I don't think so. Every nobody was on any different sort of money. That wise, it was just we just stuck together through and through, and that's how it brought us the fifty-nine home games without defeat as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where I went. It just sort of um, cut me out. I don't know. I, I was trying to follow <laughs> the conversation. Well, well, it was just sound. Um, you were talking about Harry, weren't you? Have a pint. Yeah. <laughs> yes, mate. I was I was filling in, but it's my fault because I I opened up the screen, so I didn't see you into the green room. It didn't beep in my ear, so I didn't know you were there. So I just thought I'd leave oh, you in the green room. Green room now. All, right. okay. all, all I can say is you were you were sorely missed. It was sorely missed. My never to be forgotten memory of Harry was I was sitting in the full court seats with my dad, and we was playing Birmingham City one day. I think it was a season before. 71, 72. It might have been a couple of seasons. They had a player called Trevor Rocky. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah. yeah. Geezer yeah. with a beard. Yeah. 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 Welsh and, um, Harry gave him a barge. He gave him a barge down on the touchline there, and he, he came over the wall. Trevor Rocky came over the wall in front of us. A good old Harry helped him out there. He, he put one hand on his beard and one hand on his bollocks and slung him back on the park. <laughs> it was just absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. I he's the one who had his boots up to his knees, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, that's it. He had, he had. He used to play in rugby boots, didn't he? Yeah, Do you remember? Yeah. Cool, wasn't he? They were all well. Uh, he never kicked me, but there was some of the lads used to say he'd kick anybody, wouldn't he? Yeah. Well, he really. Was. He's a bit. He was a bit like an early Erlock, really, wasn't he? <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah, same mold. I, I remember playing. Uh, Birmingham came down to Millwall, 
and I think we was in the stand with Charlie Vaughan, Doug. Oh, Charlie, yeah. Yeah, and and uh, that was when Keith Weller, before the game, he had a bad ankle, but Benny said to Jack, bandage him up and send him out. And that day, you remember, Doug, Charlie Vaughan said that's the first, best first half performance I've ever seen. Mm. And Trevor Hockey, he was running around in circles, and they... They couldn't find him when we was they was going off at half time. He was at the dog track. Was that when we beat him six two? Yes, that's right. Yeah. And that was when Charlie turned around and said to us, "That's the best first half performance I've I, ever I, seen." I tell you and what, Keith, there's a name, a name from the past, Charlie Vaughan. He was a good player, Charlie. By the way, I reckon he was oh, the really? best uncapped centre forward. Cool. And do you know he, he was he was a Dougie? Do you know he was a religious man? No, I didn't know. Nor did I. No. One of the one of the fellas in the flower market, oh. one of the other governors, he, Charlie used to go into the school to do coaching. And and this fella Bev Moss, he said to me, "Do you know Charlie Vaughan was a religious man?" Oh. I said, "Well, I don't." I said, "But I, I always remember he never he never swore, did he? No. He would, no. Al he would always no. shout out, bloody blimey, whether yeah. it was you, me, or Frankie Peterson or Dan." Yeah. Instead of shouting out, you stupid yeah. whatever, yeah. it was bloody blimey, Stevie Brown, <laughs> or bloody blimey, yeah. Dougie, all that. Yeah. Yeah, you remember that? He, he was a really as well, didn't he, Derek? He was at Chelsea, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah, a, nice was... He was a nice fella, Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. But that day, Trevor Hockey, he didn't know where he was going because of Keith Weller. Keith absolutely murdered him. And there's a name, mate, Keith Weller, what a player. I think what a player he was indeed. If we'd have had Keith Weller that year, as, yeah, as we up. said before, um, yeah. we would have gone up because he'd have, he'd have made a big difference to our team. Yeah. It was a, wonderful. You know, if you'd have had Bridgio and Poss up the middle there and uh, Keith just sitting in the old behind, I mean, blimey, what a team that would have been, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean... I mean, that era, you had obviously around that era, you had some fantastic players, not just in Millwall, but around the teams then. I mean, you had Jimmy, you had you had lots of lots of pure class players what were, you know, phenomenal. Um, if they were in this day and age, they'd be multi-millionaires now, wouldn't they? Oh, well, when I saw that, when I think of Maguire, who played for Manchester United, cost £80 million. <laughs> what would Kitcher cost? What would Kitcher oh. cost? Yeah, no, put, put a price on him, could you? Oh. Nah, no, Ming, uh, you, you lost me again, and I'm back. But I've, I've switched from my laptop to my iPad, so maybe have a you're bit better of now. Luck with that. Yeah, we can hear you better yeah. now. So, yeah, would you want yeah. to start again now? And you look better now as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look, you look well now, so yeah, <laughs> you look but a bit disheveled there, and, and I'm embarrassed by my technology. <laughs> That's all right. It's all right, Rob. Just just start now, and I use the bits before. Talk, talking sound about technology, on. I don't know. I mean, you guys played on the park, but we were spectators. But do you remember we had at, at the old den in the corner by the corner flag at the uh, dog track end? Do you remember them scores they used to put up at half time? Yeah, do yeah. You remember that? Uh, yeah, on the lower part of the wall. Yes, <laughs> it was yeah. a green. It was a green scoreboard, and they used to put like, you no, know, like cricket, 
Yeah, it's right. Just like cricket. Yeah, you have to go and put uh, the like numbers in. Yeah, put, put the numbers, the numbers in. on. And then w- what, right. what was that uh, very strange? Talk to people now about this. When you came out of the ground, especially the dog tracking, there was a geezer there selling newspapers and he'd be shouting, all the half-times, all the half-times. That was at the end of the game. You know, now you've got them within one second on your phone. It's a completely <laughs> different world now. And I don't know whether you realise this, but that 71-72 season, I know it ended the way it did, but you do realise that if it was like it was like it is now, we'd be playing Blackpool in the semi-final of the playoffs. And the yeah. other one would be QPR against Sunderland. Yeah, but if we'd have won at Burnley and won at Fulham, we'd have been up. Well, well yeah, we lost six, yeah. six matches altogether that year. The, the Fulham yeah. game was disappointed because we lost... Posse to injury. Yeah. And Frank Saul played up front, but he didn't have the pace, did he? No. Uh, but he, he, was, he wasn't best, it, blessed with pace. No, no but he'd done all right, Frank, because uh, I used to travel up with Frank most mornings. And um, we were always on the Billericay run, because Frank still lives there, doesn't he, in Billericay? <laughs> he's, he's, he's a. Yeah, I believe he's, he's a Canvey Island boy, isn't he, Kingy? Canvey Island. Not sure, I'm not sure, but I, I only knew him. Um, through Tottenham, of course, and um, as I say, he scored I used to a goal in the cup, cup final, didn't he? He, he did indeed. Left footer, yeah, sixty-seven. Yeah, Chelsea. he had a sports shop in Commercial Road. Did he? I Good didn't know that. Sport. Yeah, did not yeah. know that. Yeah. Frank had a sports shop. He yeah. didn't. Frank's, <laughs> well, whether he no, ran it or not, it was called Frank Saul Sports. Are you sure? I don't get a Frankie shop. From the all gate end. Go east out of Commercial Road, and it was on the left-hand side. Here we side. go. Cabbies now. Oh, yeah. You lost me there. You lost me at all gate east. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, Gardner's Steve's still in. That's Steve, where Brandon yeah. oh. his knowledge again. That's where Brandon yeah. used to drop me in. <laughs> I was going down Commercial Road, and I, I see this. It was like um, the sold material for your suits and everything. Oh. And it oh. said, it said sold material. And I went in there, and I said to the fella, does Frank saw up in this shot. <laughs> I can't remember where I was when I got cut off. Of. Don't worry, I, just I start was, wherever um, you want to start. Give knowledge. Well, I, I, one of the games <laughs> that uh, I remember, I, I don't know where I mentioned this before, was with the game at Vicarage Road that season. We won it 1 0, but we was absolutely battered. They, I don't know what it was. Did I play well? Did I play well? <laughs> <laughs> You must well, have you done must have done. Well. I mean, it, but but what what I'll, I'll who was never in goal for what? We, we had a, who was in goal a for break. Or, uh, oh, that's a good good question. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't not know. Steve Sherwood, was it? No, no, no. no. He came to play for us, didn't he? It's all right, don't oh, worry. Right. Kingy knows. Kingy knows. Oh. He's just testing our knowledge. Mike <laughs> Walker. Ian Walker's dead. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Right. Right. He's living in China. Well, that sir, season, yeah. Hey, old Kingy, I'll test you here. That season, who was in goal for Blackpool? Um, weren't George Farm? Georgie Wood. Was it George Wood? I've got Burridge, and I, in my mind, Peter Burridge. Uh, no, John Burridge. John Burridge. It? John Burridge. Yeah, well, that's his yeah, brother. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Peter Burridge used to play for Millwall. He played with you, George, didn't he? No, he's before my time. Oh. I'm not old, Brian. 
Because... <laughs> yeah, you are. You're older than us. You're older than us. Yeah, you're, you're older, older than us. <laughs> Do you know what? What amazes me, right? I, I can barely remember what I fucking had for dinner Saturday. Yet you can rule off game <laughs> results from fucking 1968 and 1970, and I, I weren't even born then. Do you know what I mean? So I just rub that one in as well. Well, I mean. Once you've worked in football, you tend to remember it, don't you? I've got to tell you this. When I first signed for Millwall, I didn't have a car. And I had to buy a car to get out and about. So I bought one one weekend. It was a Morris Miner, but it had um, the wooden struts at the back and all that. And yeah, half like of a shooting it, break. Yeah, half of it was eaten away. <laughs> and I paid £100 for it. But I was so embarrassed to park it up at the old den, I parked it round the corner where New Cross Station, uh, New Cross Hospital was. Yeah. Oh, and, I went, yeah. I went, and I went training because I just couldn't take the car in now. We all the players thinking, oh, bloody hell, look at the state of that. <laughs> anyway, after training, I've gone round the corner to get in the car and there's a copper standing by my car. And he's got the old notebook out. And he's writing something down. I said, what's the matter, mate? He said, uh, what's all this tax applied for in the on the window screen? I said, yeah, I've just applied for my road tax and that. He said, well, I'm sorry. He said, I've got a book here. And he said, you're on a one yellow line here. You shouldn't be here. So he's writing out the book. And I said, hang on, mate. I, said, I play for Millwall. He said, I'm sorry, I'm a Palace supporter. And he fucking said, <laughs> 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 And he said, by the way, you should have got a carpenter to look at his car. Yeah, well, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan when, I, when I went home, I put, pulled in the garage and got two gallons of petrol and because the, the bloke comes out and puts it in the uh, yeah, pump. Right, yeah. And he turned around and said, bloody hell, mate, the best thing you can do with this is put it over the edge of a cliff. How <laughs> <laughs> about that? that, that you just bought it. You had two gallons of petrol, it cost you four months. Well, that's all I could afford at the time. You didn't buy that for Mickey Purser, did you? No, no. Never bought one of his cars ever. I thought he supplied you all with cars, didn't he? Joke. Lamborghinis. I bought one off of him. Pardon? What car did you have, Steve? You got the Beatles, Steve, didn't you? Yeah, I think I had the first one. That was out of his showroom. It was a 1303S, yeah. the ones with the, 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 the round uh, lights on the back. I, I sold him, I had that Mini Cooper S, Doug. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I was told by a friend of my dad who was a mechanic, he said, you've got to sell that. He said, because you're going to end up having an accident. Something was wrong with the steering. So I went down to see Purser's. There was a bloke there called Len McDermott. He was his manager. Do you remember him? He was Asian-looking fella, and he had a gorgeous daughter. Do you remember? <laughs> I can't remember that. His daughter, his daughter was absolutely stunning. Anyway, I went down there, and they'd done a deal on, on a, a, a VW. On daughter. <laughs> daughter. I'd have loved to have done a deal on her. <laughs> so, so what car did you have then, Doug? Well, then, yeah. I had an Escort. That's it, that blue escort, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, like blue escort. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice. Standard that one, car. just a just a standard one, or or a, uh, one of the RSs or so, or just a, a standard thirteen hundred. No, it's, it's a thirteen hundred L, I think. Yeah, two door, wasn't it? It was about six hundred and forty pound, brand new. Nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, Mark well, RVW cost me a thousand and seventy-one pound. Yeah. Oh, well, no, I, I had a sixteen hundred E, didn't I? Yeah. Nice one. Yeah. Nigel yeah. Brown yeah. smashed it up. <laughs> Brandy, Brandy, was, Brandy was reversing his Spitfire up right at the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't have any of them sensors on the cars then, did you? No. <laughs> and the driver had no sense either. <laughs> it, was you fortunate enough to be able to park your cars in the old den, in the, in, inside the gates? Or? Yeah. yeah, inside, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they turned that into a, do you remember they turned that into a car boot cell? Yeah. But on, but on that case, oh. we used to park up at that... Um, Big steelworks just under the, just by the bridge. Under the bridge. Yeah, just past yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 And we had someone standing on the gate as well, didn't we? That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Is that copper yeah. or Nick you, George? <laughs> what was your I mean, Steve, what was your first opinion of of walking into Millwall? Well, we we trained as kids, you know. I, I, yeah, you... I played for South London schoolboys and the school teacher that run the district side, he had something to do with Millwall. So we we were asked to go down there to train on a Tuesday and Thursday night, and and to go down there it was great. You know you you you're in a you're in a, a football team, aren't you? Instead of going around the corner playing down around Southwark Park, now now you're training on Millwall's pitch, and it was it yeah. was great. Hmm. You know you you had a little bit of. Uh, Oh, I'm doing well, yeah. But it was great fun. Even from the youth team, even from the youth team, it was fantastic. Whose phone's that ringing? It's Mickey Percy. What's the car back? What's the car back, yeah. <laughs> I, that's, that's from Arizona, that one. Rob, who is it? It's, uh, no, not me, mate. No, no it's, it's, it's mine. It's, yeah. Tell me yeah, what you had a... You had a really good season the following year, didn't you? When, when um, you went up to Everton that that season, do you remember? It was you played quite a lot of games in that season compared yeah. to the one before? Yeah, and then yeah, I think from from what you were saying at, at Kingy's book signing uh, earlier in the year, I think you kind of di didn't see eye to eye with Jago when he came. No, I, did, I didn't like the man. Whether it was just me, I don't know. But it, it didn't, it, as I said before, it didn't matter what we did, the players that were already there, he was he was going to fetch in his own people anyway. And the majority of the time, the players that he brought in, be it that they were nice fellas, because you don't normally get bad people as footballers. But they weren't better yeah. than what we had there. And it didn't matter what we did. You weren't going to play. And I remember, I, th I think we talked <laughs> to Brian about it in December. Me and Gordon Bolland had been a waiter playing in the reserves. He was sitting at the back of the coach. And he came up and sat next to us. Well, Gordon looked at me as I would say, fuck off. Because Gordon didn't like him either. And his words to me and Gordon, I don't know who to play between Boy Alder and the Boy Hill. And I remember Gordon Bolland turning around and saying, 
That's what you fucking get paid for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. And and he got up and walked away. So he must have been a completely different animal than Benny. Was, you know, oh, like, yeah, Benny. Yeah, you, Benny was a one-off. Yeah, Benny was, was one of our own. Manager. He was a oh, good manager. Yeah, 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 he was. Well, his record I, I, proves I, I, it, and I'll tell you why, because he kept us in the second tier of English football for eight seasons. Nobody yeah, else has and, done that. And I'll and, tell you not, what. Not since either. You know, I'll bring some good players in. He did, well, you know. And, and, and also, he, Brian, you remember he went for Kevin Keegan, didn't he? He did indeed. And he went for Rodney Marsh. Yeah. So he, he couldn't have been a mug in as much looking at players. What he looked at, he got Derek Posse, he got Keith Pete. Weller. Dennis Bennett. Yeah, yeah. Certain goalkeeper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got, got a fella from the sticks. <laughs> no, so he, did, did he also... Yeah. Uh, was he also good with the mind games? Because... Oh. There's a story about him uh, telling the press that Liverpool were watching Kitch. And what I heard was it, it wasn't true. He just he just put that story about to give Kitch a bit of a lift. Did, did you know anything about that? I'll tell you what, there were a lot of clubs looking at Kitch, mate. Don't worry. I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. dispute it because at the time when, when uh, Shankly was looking for a centre-half, to take over from Ron Yates. Ron Yates, yeah. The two he was looking at was Lloydy at Bristol Rovers and Kitch. Yeah. yeah. And Kitch was two. a better player. Oh, listen, I, I played I, behind Lloydy. And Kitch is a better man than Lloydy. I played behind him at Coventry. I think you'd all agree that Kitch would have stepped into any side. Yeah. yeah. You know, he, he would have fitted in any side. <clears throat> Kitch was very exactly loyal, didn't he? He Very didn't cool. go any. He well, didn't go anywhere else, and he and he he could have. The world of football was could have been at his at his reach. He could have gone anywhere. And, and you know, well, from from where we were on the halfway line, it was it was his sheer presence, really, on the yeah. football pitch. Yeah, that's well, right. As, as you remember, was it the Preston game when he lost his boot? Yeah, and he ran back <laughs> in his socks. Yeah, and he stood next to me for the corner. And he said, uh, give us your boot. I said, do what? He said, we ain't done nothing all afternoon. He said, give me your boot. And then, uh, if, if you'd have met Kitch in a pub and started talking to him, you would never have known that man was a footballer. Yeah. No, he was completely against the grain what you mm. would think a footballer would be. Yeah. He, was so, he was so laid back, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. he really yeah. was. Yeah, I, I had the pleasure of meeting him at his um, at his uh, store in uh, Caister on Sea. Uh, yeah, it was on holiday, and um, had a chat with him. And I said, "Look, you don't mind uh, having a chat with a Millwall fan?" He said, "No, come back every day." He said, "I love it." So uh, <laughs> it just proved to me what a lovely bloke he was. So your missus said, "We're fed up with these buckets and spades and football." <laughs> <laughs> it was, I only went in there for a paper. <laughs> Come out with 18 pound buckets and space. <laughs> he also had the pub, didn't he? Yeah. Yes, yeah. And the greengrocers with your brother. You remember? Yeah, the greengrocers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He used to be at Sir Covent Garden about five o'clock in the morning. 
Did he, George? Yeah, <laughs> his brother Mick. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. When are you, Doug? When you, when he promised to bring you a load of veg up for Christmas? And yeah, he yeah, yeah, and he forgot. Yeah, because you're, you're an East Ender, George, aren't you? I am indeed. You're Stepney yeah. man, George. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's not now. He's a he's a Kent he's a Kentish man. Yes. A Kentish I'm glad you started. It's all... <laughs> Sorry, I'll get a bit yeah. twitchy what, what... now. I'll get a twitch a bit twitchy now when he goes to say something. I'm like Write down the time of when he said it so I can edit it out. <laughs> well, well, the thing is with George, he left Millwall that, at the end of that season, didn't you, George? Yeah, um, I did. When we yeah. missed out. Yeah, I missed and out. He went to Gillingham and he had a new career there. Yeah, yeah, I did. I enjoyed that well, as well. Yeah. And, but all the clubs I played for, I just enjoyed my football, like you lads. Yeah. You must have just enjoyed yeah. playing to be paid and playing something you like doing. It was yeah. my. I, I well, I've got to tell you, George, that Priestfields is about a 20-minute walk from where I am, but uh, I don't go there to watch any football. <laughs> no, well, I, I don't go anymore. Um, all the time Scally's there, I won't go. And you know you know the Paul Scally story, don't you? Yeah, I do. I told you this, yeah. Kenya, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. Well, yeah. They get the, the game over at... Uh, uh, Road, when yeah. the Orient were playing Birmingham City, the last game when we finished our games... Not like it is now. You, they play with more integrity now. You all play at the same time. But back then, they had a game over, didn't they? They had a game in hand. Yeah. And um, well, it was because, it was because, and you know why it was because, they, they lost in the semi-final to Leeds that year. Yeah. yeah. In the FA Cup. That's right. And that meant that they, had, yeah. they were always one game behind everybody, you know. Yeah. Well, there was, um, do you remember there was a phone call put into the old bill about a bomb? You don't. Oh, oh, you don't have. You don't have to edit that one out, Mick. All right. Allegedly, just for just for Scully's lawyers. Allegedly, allegedly, fucking allegedly. You said it for me. All right then. Allegedly, I know the truth. Oh, here we go. Allegedly, he tried to get on Millwall's board. Did he? Well, Red Fur told me that. No, I went to Red Fur's office in Welbeck Street. Lovely man, Reg. He sponsored me £100 when I did the New York Marathon for my charity. And he said to me he wanted to come on the board. But I know all about him and he had too many fingers in the till. Allegedly. Because Paul Scully is a Millwall fan. He is. Yeah. And that's why he tried yeah. to get that game at Brisbane run called off. Because he was there on the terraces that night. Yeah. Right. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. How do you make that so, phone call then? Yeah, gone outside and find a phone. Well, yeah, you, those were the days when you went out for a phone box. You had to have two pence pieces. Do you remember them? Oh, oh, yeah. That's right. This is this has gone so much off the rails already. I don't know where. Where are they? 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 Where are
well, all my uh, all my family come from that area, you know, like my dad's brothers and all that. And uh, as an apprentice, you I mean, when I was an apprentice with Stevie, yeah, and, that, yeah. and we used to get there half eight in the morning. I, I loved it. It was just something, you know, you uh, well, you go in there like, and you had the little sort of like. A, uh, by the dressing room, you had a little court bit. Then you had the stairs leading up, like to the uh, uh, well, the office. Then, like, but yeah, well, and well, on that little bit outside the dressing room, like we used to do weight training there, didn't we? At one time, yeah, and, and sometimes play table tennis and tables. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, I loved it. It was you know because all my family were all from like New Cross, and it was just something special, like you know, but. What I always remember at Millwall is if you played a night game there, I thought that was something yeah. extra special. Yeah. yeah. Like a night yeah. game down at Millwall. Under the lights, yeah. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah, I, I can remember us playing whole city under the lights at, at Millwall. Uh, after we'd been up there and lost 1-0, we came yeah. back down and we beat them 2-0. Yeah. And it was, it was a frosty night, and but the atmosphere was fantastic. Yeah. yeah, George, oh, did you play in a night game against Fulham when we knocked him out of the cup? No, no. Where Barry Rowan scored? No, I didn't. It was, a, it was a cup replay. Yeah, I didn't play game. No. Well, we certainly didn't, lads, did we? Bit <laughs> <laughs> before that. That's when we played in the old blue and white stripe kit. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was when Jerry Averty played left wing, wasn't he? No. He was there then. Steve, that was a few years before me, Joe Averty. Was it? So, yeah. Barry so, so George, when it's you signed, old. there'd have been <laughs> people like Tommy Wilson and Brian Snowden. I'll go through the team. Alex Stepney, Johnny Gilchrist. Gilly. Harry Cripps. Tommy Wilson. You made it. Here. Finally. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of that place you've always wanted to go. You know the one. It's nice. Even the kids like it. This place is so cool. And they never like it. Mom, can we go to the pool? Look at that. Not even asking for the Wi-Fi. When you're with Amex, it's not... And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. If it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. On August 25th. I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that's ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. 
You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. Um, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really gonna have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. John Ken Jones, Tommy Wilson, you had on the wing Barry Rowan or Billy Neal or Chrissy Clark. Yeah, Huey Curran. Yeah, front with um, Len Juliams. Len, yeah, yeah. And by the way, didn't Broadfoot play for a season? Joey Broadfoot, yeah. Joey Broadfoot, yeah. 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 Went because in those too. days, Billy yeah. Neal had a quiff, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'd run him yeah. down the wing with a quiff <laughs> and a duck's ass. <laughs> about, about, about 75, I had a quiff too. <laughs> <laughs> Just when I was born. That was about the last time I've ever had one. So yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, it used to be a little dabber, do you, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember Bill Cream as well, yeah. So, I mean, what's your, what's your standout memories of... Of that season, winning more games than we lost. I mean, we we played some good football that season. I mean, when we beat Birmingham at home, three 0 won it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Somebody sent me that uh, the other day. I mean, the Pox scored the goal of the season. Yeah, but, but what, what a pass, wasn't it? What a that, the one two with Bridges. With Bridges that was yeah. the ball of the season that Bridges played through. I mean, absolutely. Who was it? George Lay. They reckon George Lowe playing at the back, after he's trying to mark Bridgeo and Potty, they took him to New Cross Hospital and straightened his blood out. I don't know what that's true. That's allegedly, of course. I'm going to call this the alleged chat. <laughs> I mean, if there, was, if there was one game, and we'll start with you, Jack. We'll start with you, Jack. If there was one game from that season that you'll always remember... What game is it and why? What, that uh, 21? Yeah, the 71-72 season. Well, I, I only played nine games in that season. Exactly, so it's oh. easy for you to start with you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I fell for that one, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'll just <laughs> cast out. Six of them we lost. <laughs> yeah, um, no, nothing memorable for me, I'm afraid. No, like, I can't. Doug, uh, when was the Fulham game we played on the Sunday? When was what season? That was, was that? 74, wasn't it? That was the first, that was the first, that was a little bit Yeah, that was 74. Oh, you can, you can have to you pay that one if you want. Doug, you're thinking you of the one we had to get you, you just had to buy a program. You're, the, the one, one at Christmas, yeah, I remember that one. We beat them four one. Four, yeah, yeah. Big, big crowd. Calder was a big crowd that day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. it was well yeah. over twenty thousand and um, great atmosphere, and we played really well. I've yeah. had a few laughs with Crossy over that, Roger Cross, because he played oh. for them then, didn't he, Rog? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll tell you where we did have a big TVL, crowd. Wasn't it? Towards the end of the seventy one seventy two season, down at the Valley, right towards the end of the season, oh. it's a night game. Probably the game I don't know. I, don't, I can't even remember how me and my mates got in. We we didn't go through a turnstile. We just a gate that opened, and we just. They said there was twenty six. What I was mean, the official gate? 
26 and a half, but they yeah. it, it I was think there's a bit more than that. That big that, that that giant the crowd went yeah, all the way was. back, yeah. right to the top. Yeah. 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 And we won yeah. that night, didn't we? Yeah, they had... Who was the fella? Was it... Not not Ray Tracy. Who was the the uh, midfield? Alan player? Campbell. Alan oh. Campbell. Oh, he was he was going to mark supposed to be marking Keith Weller. Myers. No, uh, no, um, no. Keith didn't play in that game. He didn't play in that game. We won two 0 No, he played the season before when we won four three on the opening day. Of the yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. It wasn't the season before. It wasn't the season before either. That game. Was, that was uh, my first game in '67. That was '68. Keith Peacock would have played yeah. in that Charlton team. Yeah. That's right, Keith Peacock. Keith played. Peacock. Keith Peacock. Peacock. Harry bundled it in. He bundled him into the back of the net, right where we were standing, and got him scored. And the referee give it. You know, yeah. we don't normally get them, do we? That was a. Was it Peter game. Reeves? He played for Charlton. Nicky Flanagan did he play? That was, no, that was a bit after hard, that. Yeah, but yeah, Peter, yeah. Peter 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 Reeves. No, you, up up front for Charlton was Matt Tees, um, Ray Tracy, and Ray Tracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that were two lads up front. Ray Tracy done my shoulder that night. Oh, well, about, about a decade before that, both Benny Fenton and Gordon Jago would have played in the same Charlton team. But that was about a decade before. And Eddie Fermani. Yeah. 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 And also, who was a cricketer? It was a cricketer. Stuart Leary. Leary. Yeah, he played there. Freddie Truman. You're thinking of Jim Coombs. Let's go back. There was a rumour. You're thinking of Jim Coombs. Jim Coombs. That's Catacombs. But there was a rumour that allegedly the Richardsons were going to buy Millwall. I'm sure if they'd have wanted to, they would have bought it. But there was allegedly, there was a rumour that. They turn up with the money, and then um, what's his name from um, Percy? Um, Percy decided against it. He, he needed money, and he wanted to sell it, and they they offered to to do it, and then last minute change. But it's I think it's one of those myth um, the myths out there. What you know? Well, I don't think anyone would have wanted to come down to the den. Their mum, their mum would, their mum would have stopped that because she had the cash. <laughs> yeah, she, 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 she had the cat. Well, yeah. Dougie, you remember when we was in Peckham and you had to jump on the bus and I made yeah, a run. We, yeah, that, last week that was today, yeah, we got chased down the road, didn't we? Yeah, from from our our uh, illegal friends. Yeah, yeah. Because when we were kids, we used to go up Rye Lane, me and my mates, <laughs> and our friends from overseas. Got a little bit of Jacko, and so we used to bash them up. Anyway, Dougie was Dougie hey, was definitely. <laughs> I can hear another name coming out. Yeah, um, Dougie and I was up Rye Lane, and uh, we see some undesirables, didn't we? Yeah. So Dougie had to jump on the bus, and I I made a little moody, and I ended up running where where the Richardson's mum's calf was. And I thought, I'd better dive in there, see if I'll get a cup of tea. <laughs> see, if I can get, see if I can get a bit of protection too. <laughs> yeah. 
funny. Yeah. Right, let's, let's bring it back onto subject. Lumps, Off you go, Rob. Two lumps or one, and she weren't referring to sugar. <laughs> she referring to lumps well, on his head. <laughs> yeah. Well, the only, the only establishment worth going to now in Peckham is, is the Pie Mash, and that's one of my traditions on a, on a match day, is, is get off the train there and go and have Pie Mash, and then... Then we have a walk to the den or get back on the train. Manzies, yeah. I think you yeah. were right there, Mike. Let's get back to 71, 72. <laughs> yeah. 71, yeah, 72. Makes me feel, yeah, it gets my heart rate back Well, down, I tell you, you know this, I mean? this match, we only <laughs> lost six matches all season. So yeah. can you well, imagine what that would be like see. now, to lose six let's, matches all season? Who yeah. can name those six matches then? Well, Fulham, Fulham and Burnley, there's two of them. Oxford United. Yeah, we've got done away, didn't we? And we beat them in the league. Did we, did we? No, we lost in the league cup. That was the league cup, and we beat them in the league. We lost on the league cup on the Tuesday or the Wednesday, and beat them on the Saturday. A big run was no, playing them. Uh, Kingy, yeah. I think it's the other way round, mate. I think we lost in the league cup. No, yeah, I don't mean they beat us in the league. Nice I, I think, I think we had two drawn games with them, and when we I drew with them at the Den, it was like a disappointment because we drew two games in a row, which we. Normally would have won. I think it might well, have been Ron Oxford and, and Swindon. Ron Atkinson was the um, manager then, wasn't he? No, Ron played the tank. I mean, they used to call him the Is tank. It he played or his brother played? Him and his they brother. Played. They both played. Graham, that's right. He was a good player. How though, about wasn't he? Preston North End? Didn't we lose there? Cool. 4 0. 4 0. It was about Christmas then. time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a night game, was that one? No, it was, it was just, just it was just, all on the piss, was you? No, 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 no. I, I think you could rephrase that allegedly. Um, allegedly, but, uh, we went to and Preston. Of course we, we, we went to Preston when it snowed, and, we, and the game was off. We all got in a room and was watching some carry on, weren't we? Watching the carry on go on. Sure, oh, blimey, oh, Preston was oh. the end of the earth, wasn't it? Sure, it still is. Oil it was. Oh, I remember we went Kingy, up there. That, that work where away. Jack Blackman had to go and light the fire. Was it up there? No, it's Carlisle. <laughs> come back with his eyebrows <laughs> all singed. <laughs> Hang on, one minute, one minute. Go on, Steve. Say what you were saying, fella. Yeah, we, we played start of the season. And we played Blackpool away, but we stayed in Preston overnight. No, I thought we stayed. I thought we stayed in Blackpool um, along the front there. It, it was... Somebody was switching. I think Gordon Banks was switching the lights on. Um, no, we, we we up, yeah. And Tony Green was playing for. Um, Blackpool, yeah, he was a good player. Black, and all. Yeah, good, good player. player. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah. Preston, so go back to your question, Mickey. Good. One of the other games we lost was at Fulham. Unfortunately, it was towards the end of the season. But we had a couple of injury problems then, didn't we? Billy Neal played in that game. Did he? Yeah. But I don't think he was ever right, was he, since coming back from his injuries? He got kicked about against Palace, didn't he? Yeah. He was like a player coach then, wasn't he? He was like a player coach that year, wasn't he? But... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I used to help him out selling his lottery tickets for him. <laughs> Do you remember that- them? He was selling lottery tickets for the commercial. Down the ground. 72. No, not in 72. You remember them old offices? And they had the bars up and you used to go and get the tickets in there. 
Yeah, and yeah. you players wouldn't know about the toilets that we had to suffer. Yeah, down we do. Yeah, we've been swimming and diving club. And Harry oh. Groves. You remember Harry Groves? Yeah. All I can remember. Now this is going is allegedly Harry started the lottery, didn't he? Yeah. And, I think and, more for his own uh, benefit. Eight months before they found out. Allegedly, if he's dead, it's fine. There should be a, somebody outside the family who actually won it. Harry <laughs> Groves, he was a, an irritant. You'd be talking amongst the players, and then Harry would turn up, and and you you try and blank him out. You know, you turn your shoulder around, and <laughs> but he, he, he wouldn't go away, would he? <laughs> Harry Crowe. Who's the other fella working with him? A uh, little fella. Dickie Richardson, wasn't it? Little Dickie Richardson. I remember him. Um, he worked upstairs there and all. Did Darry Grove do the announcements him? over the tunnel? Was that him? I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. think so. Uh, no, he was... Um, he'd, he'd have been singing, Harry, if he'd have been doing the announcements. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go. Here we go. Jack's just you going through his program, own yeah. <laughs> I've got some programs here. I'm having it. Go on, <laughs> Go on George. Who have you got? Uh, do you know what? I, I, I was I'm, I'm going to ring a friend. I'm going <laughs> to ring a friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I can't find him, but I, I know that Harry Groves. He was. Uh, he was like a commercial manager sort of thing. Wasn't That's he? right. Yeah, he was like the village idiot. Then <laughs> 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 the old team goes into that area again where we got to be careful. No, no, we're all right there, mate. Calling people a village idiot is all right. <laughs> uh, never accusing them. Accusing <laughs> Accusing him of doing something now. That's you, you, you can't. <laughs> you can't say that was nicking the club funds, can you? Not really. No, not unless they're dead. No. Then I don't care. Oh, we, we <laughs> he must be blown out. He was yeah, sharing must, the room. That's what he, he must, be, must be two hundred, two hundred year old if he's alive. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. 200 years old. <laughs> George, you had a programme there, right? Yeah. Was it the one from 71, 72? No, it's 1969. No, oh, the white one. Yeah, yes, you're right. So that, the one that, that with was... 71, 72 was a really special cover. Do you remember? It was called Action. Is it? That's there it. There we go. Yeah. But that was a magic. complete, uh, yeah, complete shift change to what we normally had. It was yeah. totally different. <laughs> oh, it was a lot. If I remember, Des O'Connor used to write in that as well. Yeah, that's right. He's he's written in here. Hundred yeah. pound if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you haven't written on it. That's <laughs> my agent later. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, who look, this is, I mean Doug. What? Who was the, who was Millwall playing that on the program you just showed us? This one we were playing. It's, I've only got it because of that. Just a what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. On that. <laughs> we were we were playing Middlesbrough. Oh well, that'd be worth one hundred and twenty quid. <laughs> we had some yeah. good games against Middlesbrough, didn't we? Yeah, Bill Gates. Yeah, I think we uh, we drew with them in the cup and we lost up there that season. That's so we beat them in the league. Dougie, you were in that side, mate. Well, that one there? Yeah, you was in this one. Which I? I'll tell you the team. That's Brian King, well, Brian Brown, Harry Cripps, Alan Dorney, Barry Kitchener, Dennis Burnett, 
Barry Bridges, Gordon Bolland, Derek Posse, Eamon Dumphy, and Dougie Alder. And, and I think, if, if, if I'm not mistaken, those 11 players were kind of really consistent all through the season. And yeah. it was a case towards the middle of the season when Derek Smethurst sometimes played instead of Eamon. That's right, yeah. Yeah, but the rest of the team was... And, thought, and the, the way we were set up is very similar to the way we play now with kind of three central defenders with uh, uh, Kitch, Alan Dorney and uh, Dennis Burnett. It's very similar to the way we're set up now. Yeah. I, right. I just think Benny, Benny was a bit ahead of his time, wasn't he, really? He was very good. Very good. I, I, thought, I thought he was because he had, he had team. He well organised. He was well organised with teams. Always smart, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was a smart man. What what about when you went over to Deptford Park for the coaching? Did he get involved with that? He never missed. Never missed. Never Never missed. missed. And he no, he was always there. He carried the rods, didn't he, for the doggies? Used to send Alan Ballard and all that type over there, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. uh, we get there before the kids got there. For, That's all right. Train. We couldn't train. George, we, do, you rem- do you remember over Deptford Park when yeah, you, yeah. You, you, had a, you had a go at Stag, didn't you? Well, I had a go at him because what happened was Eamon Dumphy nutmegged him a few times during the five-a-side. And That's he, right. st- he started, you know, really putting it about over Eamon. But before that, Steve, he'd said to Benny, I'm off back to the training, uh, back to the club. He said, because I've got a uh, bad leg. And Benny said, well, get back to the ground then and sent him off to the ground. But that's when he went back to the ground, got Eamon's car and put it on the terraces. (laughs) (laughs) He he left it up on the terraces. Yeah, that's right. That's that's true. That's that's right about Yeah. yeah, that's true, oh, right? Yeah. Well, yeah was... you know, while you were doing the uh while you were doing your training drills, you had those cones you nicked off the North Circular, didn't you? They were heavy enough, weren't they, them cones? Jack said pass them up the back. He said he said stop us. What year was he? Mickey, go back to the uh subject matter. You know, we lost six games yeah, all good. season, but none, none of them were at the den. None of them. We we were just, just yeah, so we impressive at home. And, you know, there's this, this, what would have happened if we'd have gone up sort of thing? You know, would we have stayed up? Um, it would be hard to see whether we would stay up. I, I'm not sure what we would have done, but we had a really good home record at the time. Really <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but I mean, yeah. I, I, so, I think whoever wrote that song didn't realise that Harry hadn't played in Division One, but it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> no. I think whoever wrote that song's obviously still in prison. Did you get paid for that? Yeah. You still get royalties? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Well, how did that? How did that all come about? Well, I I can't remember. Um, there's a fella come down there, wasn't there, Doug? And he said that we, that uh, he had this song, let him come, let him come. And then we all went to the Abbey Road studios. Yeah, we had to set up, yeah. 
that was and, Roy Green, wasn't it? Who did that's it, Roy it? Green? Um, and uh, nobody uttered a word for about half hour, and then they brought a crate of beer in, didn't they? And um, <laughs> by, the, by the time that the certain players were drinking, you couldn't shut them up after that. They were singing Elvis songs and everything. So I, I, I leave to get me trained. <laughs> so, do you know when you went? Do you know when, So, did you go to Abbey Road as a full team then? Did all the team go? Everybody turned up yeah. there, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure, I'm not sure to be honest. No, I wasn't. There. No, we made our own way there. Yeah, we made our own way. Yeah. I took Dirk Smevers. And like, we went there. Smevs. I went with Billy Arms right. on the train. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did Benny join in the singing or what? No, no, no. no he never. It's just probably, a not his, probably not his thing then. Yeah. Did you get I paid mean, for it or was it just a freebie? Just a freebie. No, we, well, they said we were going to get paid. It worked out about three quid each, didn't it? By the time they told <laughs> the record. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was that was fun again. Everybody yeah. was together having yeah. fun. Come on. Did you used to go out socialising with each other? Did you used to go out drinking no. after the games or was not there not really a drinking culture? Not a great, not a drink. It wasn't a great drinking culture, really. I, I can remember... Well, other than Frank. Well, Frank. Um, <laughs> again, allegedly, Jim was involved. Or Torquay and Bournemouth. Remember, remember in Torquay before the Everton... When we, what well, this oh, snooker table? Oh, yeah. oh, I remember going to the lift and the doors open and there's a wardrobe. In the wardrobe. <laughs> and surely was in the wardrobe. <laughs> you, doors you, open, you, lift doors open, then the cupboard doors open, and surely's in there with a gin and tonic. You talk Dougie. No, it's okay when the, when Benny fell off the stool and he done his back in. Done his back, yeah. And he missed one. Yeah. And then he oh, said he yeah. done it in training or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice hotel. It was a grand hotel, wasn't it? We stayed the in. The in, in Torquay. We stayed in the Rose okay. Tour. In the what? It was called the Rose Tour, and and it had the gardens that run down to the front. That's it. That's yeah. it. You sure it went? Sure it went? Um, the. Uh, Went 40 towers in Torquay. Well, I tell you what, Shawley's room, I remember going in there and it had an old mantelpiece in there, in the room. You know, where they used to, it's obviously there'd been a fire in the room. And this mantelpiece, and he had all these cups on it. He took them out of the cabinet downstairs and put all these cups on this, on, on the ledge, you know, of the fireplace. And I went in and I said, where'd you get all them from? He said, it makes me feel at home, all the trophies I won when I was at Tottenham. He's always funny, Frank, wasn't he? He was. There's a, there's a bit in your book, Kingy, about Elfie Wood and his cups of tea. I mean, he didn't... Oh, do you remember that, George? Well, too generous with him, was he? Cup. He, had a, he had a pot of tea, a lovely, beautiful pot, and yeah. uh, he, had his, he had his cup and saucer there. So we went round and then we come on, um, Alfie. Come on, let's have a cup of tea, mate. He said, No, no, no. He said, I'll pay for this myself. We said, What are you on that? So he said, by that time, Paulie and a couple of the others, Kitty got cups out. <laughs> he said, If you want a cup, it's sixpence a cup. So as he's turned away, 
Saulie's picked up the teapot and emptied it in one of the mass ministers, you know. <laughs> 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 Did you, throughout that season, obviously, I see that George has obviously got all the, um, you know, the programmes and that from there, but that, you know, there was there anything that you boys acquired through your career as football, what maybe you shouldn't have done, but is there anything that you treasure now that you acquired over the years? I mean, do you have do you, did you boys keep your shirts you played in or no? Yeah. I didn't. I've got, I've got a goalkeeper jumper. Um, I, I forget who we play because there's no mud on it, so I presume I've done that. <laughs> but no, I suppose. Um, what did we keep? Well, I, on my book, there's a pair of gloves that we used to. Have. I mean, the gloves we used to use in those days. A five bob a pair from the army and navy shop, and um, I should buy a dozen, dozen pair, dozen pair of, of gloves. And Jack, you should look after him. You know, Brian King, he's, he's the only one who uses his gloves. You know, but again, as a goalkeeper, you never used them unless it rained. You know, there's a bit of spit, bit of chewing gum, bit of dirt, and that was it. Yeah, it's not a lot of today, is there? But is there anything you boys acquired over over your playing career that maybe you shouldn't have done, but you 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 got hold of? Good memories. Yeah, Miss Wells. There, and there's a few Miss good well. memories You've in there. You've got to explain that now. What, what's Miss Well? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Good memories that stay when 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 on tour stays on tour. Oh, like that now. Didn't yeah. fucking stop you 20 minutes ago, did he? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, good, good memories. That's what, that's what I've taken away from being a footballer, is good memories. How, how long ago... Is that we're really on song. <laughs> <laughs> how long is it since you, you four have seen each other then? Well, well I, I the last time I've seen Dougie, it's got to be... 20 years ago, Doug, 15 yeah, years ago? Yeah, yeah, Paul, yeah. Yeah. Yes, and then yeah. George, George, I yes, saw George, I saw George at uh, Millwall when we were with POS. There's yeah, George, before, myself, before Billy Neil, POS. Before the pandemic. Uh, yeah. And then Steve, I hadn't seen Steve for a long, long time, and I saw him before Christmas. When you did community. your book signing? Community that, place. Oh, and that must be 30 or 40 years. Oh, blimey. It's got... So were you, Doug, apart from when I, I couldn't believe I, I couldn't believe it was Dougie Older. I was well sure. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I've not seen Dougie for years, but I saw Stevie a little while back when yeah. uh, when the problem was, with his what happened with his cabbie business. Yeah. Yeah, when I got the assault. Yeah. That's that's right. They invited me down, yeah. Yeah. I, so I hadn't seen old. Dougie for a long time. No. Well, it was at Millwall when I went to the game, you was you was there. Oh, yeah, yeah. You gave me and my son a lift back to the station. But what That's right, Neil. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, obviously, obviously hey. looking at... Go on. Go, go on, on, mate. No, go on, Jack. The way we've been talking tonight is as though we've never been away. Yeah, that's right, yeah. That's yeah. right. I was, I was, it's, I was it's just going to... It's like being in the room before you're going to start training. All the little... And all I was that, just going to uh, add to that and say, Dougie, what's it feel like to be able to look at these and think, actually, I look the youngest one here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bet you wish you had hair, didn't you? 
Who, me? I was going to say, give me a sweet before you came on. <laughs> and I'll get into it. I'll take the last few rain two away. No. <laughs> oh, that's and, that's, that is, and that's not allegedly. That's really happened. <laughs> yeah, that, that happened, yeah, yeah. And you're going to run out of the weekend, aren't you, Doug? Hey? You're going Are you going away? I'm going to walk out. Well, you better get that tooth short, yeah? You, someone, Brian said you live up in Stoke. Yeah, it's well, it's a place called Barlaston. It's outside Stoke on Trent. Yeah, because I went to the Millwall Stoke game. Well, you must have oh. fucking enjoyed it. So you stayed up there. <laughs> uh, well, I moved from Surrey to Devon. <coughs> and then when my wife died like a couple of years ago, I moved up here where the kids are. Oh, I see. Uh, that's what I, I moved I up thought, here for. I thought Neil lived down south. No, no, Neil moved up here as well. Oh, he I used see. to live down south, and then, like I said, we're all up here now, all of us. So your daughter, Hayley, isn't it? Yeah. And she lives that's up it. Stoke? Yeah, she's, she's the IT here. specialist. Hey, eh? She's the IT specialist, Steve. Yeah, yeah, well, she does, yeah. Oh, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I, I had to get my grant to do that. Yeah, no, I've got no idea. So you're a cabbie now, though, aren't you, Steve? Yeah, well, yeah, just about. <laughs> yeah, can't I'll, nearly I'll keep, destroy that for you, but yeah. I'll, I'll keep, yeah, I'll keep getting complaints, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get more Come complaints out. than enough. Just... Just go with Rob and become one of his tour operators. There you go. Well, I, I, did, I did talk to you about that, didn't I? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what do what, you can mention that to your son as well? Because when he gets through, we can do the do the tour guide course, so he can come on board. Because tourists are coming back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got your number. I don't know where he's gone. He was here just now. Yeah, he sends his regards, fucking... Brian. It's not a promo, boy. So, um, are you all are you all out of football now? Completely. I mean, I know you still do a bit of scouting, Brian, but are you all out of football now? Or you you do completely different things now, or I know most of you are retired as such, but I just didn't know if you do little bits or something. You know, do you work yeah. with B and Q at the weekend or something? No, <laughs> I, 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 now I've now I've retired. I play indoor bowls and outdoor bowls. Bloody hell! Wow. How are you doing for it, though? Are we going to are we going to see you on the telly soon? Grand Green, the indoor bowls. It's the only game you can get beat by a ninety-seven-year-old woman. Oh, blimey! There's, we've got a lady at our club. She's ninety-seven. Oh, blimey! Still playing. I remember reading somewhere that Benny Fenton was a he was a bowls player. player. He was very keen on bowls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Very keen. There are lads. There's a career for you there. Oh. <laughs> Bowl. <laughs> there, you... there ain't too many bowlers over here in Norway. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do now then, Dougie? Anything? Or just look after the grandkids? Yeah, just I've got a football every week with the grandkids. He goes. He plays every Saturday. Uh, no, I don't do nothing really. I take the dog for a walk. And that's it really. 
What's your, what's your opinion, all of you, I suppose, but we start with Dougie. What's your opinion now of the the game now compared to, obviously, when you played? I mean, obviously, it's moved a lot forward, but is it a lot more softer now compared to how it was when you... Because when you were injured and you were coming back, you played with real men. You didn't yeah. play in development teams. You played with professional players who used to kick you up in the air, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think you ever played a game where you didn't have your ankles strapped up. I don't <laughs> think I ever went out on the pitch 100% fit any time, I don't think. You know, you just got on with it and sort of thing, you know. Uh, and the pitches, I mean, you see what they play on now. Oh, it's like a bowling green, whereas we used to have to, like, fight through mud and everything, you know. Which is a big yeah. difference, sort of thing. Yeah, because that white kit used to come off brown every every game, didn't it? Oh God, yeah, yeah. But I just don't. Well, there's some of the things I can't understand. Like you get the thing, like uh, no one seems like to moan at any of the players now. Whereas in our like years, but they make you know all the team would moan at each other. But you're getting after the game, and it's all forgotten. But now, no one seems to have a go at each other. Yeah, it all seems so. To... So, what about the moaning from the terraces? Did you did you cop some on it? That's what I was. That's what yeah, I was just about to come on to. <laughs> if I was taking a lot of abuse, I'd just move over to the other side. Like I said, called new over that side. When I first got into the team, um, I I got quite a lot of abuse, but I just got on with it, and in the end, I hopefully I won them over. Yeah. I think you did, to be fair, didn't you? Well, he was a fan's favourite, George, for sure. Well, I certainly fan's favourite. Yeah. I did yeah. enjoy my time at Millwall. Yeah. I think at Millwall, as long as you're given 100%, I think That's the fans I mean. are happy. But you haven't yeah. got to be a world yeah. beater. But as long as you're having a go and, like, you know, you're having a, you know, a good... But it's fine. But if you're just not doing it, then they get on your back. Yeah. And then, yeah. Like, well, we've had a few players... Like oh. that down the years, but not in that not in that eight years we didn't, except for no. Brian Deer, perhaps. Oh God! Yeah, well, yeah. Um, no, I don't. Yeah, I think I think you've all. I mean, Steve, did you have what was your views of the terraces back then? Because it was in its prime day as well back then. Yeah, they were. As Dougie said, they they got behind you, and if you had a go, then they would stand by you. If you if you were shirking, they would let you know. But you knew when you was doing well when the halfway line when they went. You that that was. I know that people said uh, Coldblow Lane was the, the proper supporters. No, the Coldblow Lane wasn't the proper supporters. The halfway line was the proper supporters. And when they started to cheer you on, then that was good for you. Made the hairs on the is. back of your neck. Yeah, yeah. They, they were a fantastic crowd. And I remember... Yeah, I mean, they're still good now. And I think the same mentality is, is still carried through now is that, you know, you could you don't have to be, as Doug said, you don't have to be a well-beater. You just have to be, you know, 100%. the best you can be on that 90 minutes. And if you are, then regardless of, you know, whether or not you win or lose, they will support you and back you. Um, and I think it's always been that way throughout throughout the years. It's a traditional working class club. Um, and in fact, I'd love for us to get into the Premiership for one season just to turn the Premiership upside down for a season. But um, <laughs> the, the thing is, uh, Mickey, you, you don't remember the old Dan. I mean, 
we was much closer to the pitch there than what they are now. Yeah. And I'm also, you had some you had some night games there as what were, you know, getting just getting to that ground would have been terrifying for an away fan, let alone yeah. a home fan. Well, yeah. it, I'll tell you, it, um, when I've spoken to a couple of um, players, like the opposing team that we've played, coming off the pitch, they said, Christ, you're a goal up here before we even start. Oh, we were, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That, that's how it yeah. was. They yeah. were really behind us. Yeah. And the, yeah. that noise, that definite oh, noise, yeah. it sent shivers up your spine. Yeah. There's a group of men, about six of them, and they used to be just by the, uh, well, by the entrance of the ground. And when the away team arrived, they gave them so much stick, you know, <laughs> and it, well, it must have frightened the life out of them, you know, before we even got up. <laughs> But Dougie, Dougie, they were all my uncles. They were dockers. Oh, <laughs> unbelievable! <laughs> Fantastic. You know, but look, I, I'm. I think I've got myself some major editing work here. Thanks. Um, no, thanks very much for yeah. getting in. I mean, Robbie's here. Mickey, before I don't know whether you're doing the rap already, but we've got to mention that last game, the Preston game, yep. because. You know, for just a few minutes, we all thought we was promoted, didn't we? And it was yeah. such a sickening. It must have been sickening for you guys getting back in the dressing room to find yeah, it out. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was a big fat bloke that used to stand at the cold blown lane, and he, he was so big the terraces buckled where he used to stand. And he used to put these rumours about of all these matches going on, and they, not, none of it was true. It was all lies. No. <laughs> well, no, and he, he well, out that I mean, Birmingham just... were losing at Sheffield Wednesday, and it just wasn't true. Yeah. yeah, but how was that for you? You, 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 you were playing that game thinking that you were up. Well, yeah. Yeah. all the crowd, all at the edge of the pitch when they waiting for the final oh, whistle. Yeah, you took it about ten minutes to get off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I watched that from the terraces that day. Yeah. Um, and the atmosphere on the terraces was brilliant. Yeah, everybody, yeah. And so many people had their radios on. It was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And um, as I say, I know you're going to wrap things up, but before you all go, I'd like you, when you do leave, the next drink you have, please raise your glass to have some friends. Very good, George. Very yeah. good. I like that. Yeah. And they're certainly getting more and more of them, mate. That's the... yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. It's a worrying yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a worrying thing. I hope to see you all down here one day. Yeah. I'll tell you, the scan there, mate, ain't too yes. bad. The food ain't too bad there, mate. Do you know what I mean? Very they good. do a lovely salt beef sandwich. So, yeah, it's not too oh, bad really? there, mate. Oh, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, He's better, not gooey. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'll take you to the dressing room. You found that out, then. <laughs> Steve, I'll take you through the dressing room. You found that then, Steve, Steve did you? Steve, your lights gone off. <laughs> your lights gone off. You look like you're auditioning for flipping the Queen Bohemian Rhapsody, Kingy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of something else with it. Look, I've, I've got the same. So, yeah, we've I'll all got the light, sitting here with our curtains open. Sure. Hang on. I'll turn you're the light right. on. I was going to yeah, say, it's, it's like the black old Calcutta in here now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Oh. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah, the old legs are gone, Brian. We'll be back in a minute. We'll yeah. be back after the advertisement. <laughs> we'll have we'll have an intervening break here. Do you know what I mean? Come back and get yourself a cup of tea. <laughs> it's starting to walk back. You'll be here in about four and a half minutes. Don't worry. Have we actually mentioned seventy one, seventy two? Not really. We've mentioned some of it, bits and pieces. You know, I mean, to be fair, we could probably carry this on for another three hours if you want. Oh, I just God. think it's, I hey. just think it's great. I think it's great. What's going on? Hold up. Manchester City. Manchester City on there, Real Madrid. Yeah. Oh, two nil, Man City. Is it? Two nil, yeah, Man City. Cool. For those of you who didn't want to know the score, you do now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, two nil. I've got the scores here as well. I don't That's all right. I'll watch the snooker instead. Does but, anybody know where Brian Brown is? There's a, there's a question for you. No. No. But no, when no. we spoke in December, yeah. I said that he was, a, he was a postman at... Uh, I can't even remember the post office now. Post Mount, office. Pleasant. <laughs> Mount Pleasant. Mount well, so, Pleasant. Wasn't, uh, wasn't he running a pub on the island? Yes, he was. He was on the Isle of Dogs, wasn't he? Yeah. When was um, when was that? On the uh, Cubit Town side of the island, he was running one of the pubs down by the river. Yeah. How long Brad, ago he was, was a boy, wasn't he? He was a boy, wasn't he? Oh, he's fun. He was fun. <laughs> he used to take me, Bridjo, and he used to take us to Liverpool Street, and. Um, how we got in that Spitfire, I never know. How we got in that, we got out, I never know. But um, all gate east, he used to drop us at all gate east if he used to walk through. And uh, Bridget would be on his way to, to go south to Eastbourne because he lived in Eastbourne, didn't he? That's right. And I was out in Bishopstorford out that way. So, um, so it's, it's always been difficult talking to all these London boys, you know, Mickey. I mean, um, <laughs> us, us farmers from the country. <laughs> I do have to get some more. Big heads, big heads, big hands. Same that scenario didn't come in freeze for you, did it? <laughs> well, well, it did a big <laughs> We definitely need to do this again at some point and hopefully stick to subjects. But hey ho, it yeah. is what it is. Um, I've got a little bit of editing miracles to put oh, in. You've got um, a lot of editing to do. <laughs> but we're, we're Bill right. It'll be blowing out slightly a day later now, but that's not a problem. <laughs> well, well, why don't you just it, leave it in, Mick? Don't edit it. Just leave it in. It'd be sensational. There's a couple of bits I think I definitely need to edit out. There's definitely yeah. a couple of bits I'm editing out, but I, I will yeah. put, I will make it as as pure as we can, but there is definitely one story what will be coming out for, for well, whatever I, purpose. Um, I think there's a few allegedly stories to be looked at. The, alleged, the allegedly are all right. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I didn't say it. You boys did. So if Scully wants to come after you, that's more than happy for me. You know, I'm, a, I'm not there. No, I'll just, just, just take his name out. You told us to say it. Yeah, yeah. I'll just edit his name out and then that'll be it. Everyone will know who he is, but without having it in. Um, but, yeah, seriously, I'd love to do this again at some point. It'd be good to do this face-to-face 
with you boys um, with a, a, a small audience and maybe do something in a charity night or something for something. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's it's been an absolute pleasure to sit down for, yeah. you know, hour and a Absolutely. half, two hours with you and, and to be where you haven't necessarily seen each other for a long time and just seeing yeah. that camaraderie um, and, and that friendship between you all and the band. It, it was as if you've never been apart. And yeah. I, I would probably think that that's how you were back in the day, you know, 40 odd years, 50 years ago this year. Yeah. Um, you guys were exactly the same now as you were back then. The piss taking, Brian leading the charge, and Steve coming on the, <laughs> you know, on the secondary. And yeah, I, I, I probably wouldn't have wanted to play with you boys then because I think you lot would have picked on me, absolutely rotten. So, um, well, little fat bloke, Brian always does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've got a bit of a dog on me as well. So yeah. <laughs> we'll suffer with that one, Mickey. Don't worry. <laughs> they come in threes, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Mickey, whenever I see bald blokes, I always wonder what they were like when they had hair. Did you have hair once? Yeah. You must have done, I suppose. Yeah, well, I did, but I can't really remember. Once, well, when, when we next see each other, I'll show you a picture of what I look like when I had hair, and I look an yeah. even bigger cunt than I do now. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to come back with a wig uh, on, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you said that, George, because there was a geezer that played yeah. for Millwall on the Isle of Dogs. His nickname was Wiggy Davis. And it's suggested he's the only Millwall player in history ever to wear a wig. Oh, I mean, imagine being in the dressing room. Oh, blimey. He wasn't too good in the air, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but, but I heard he was good at flicking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, love yeah. it. There you go. That's what I look like. That makes there. a difference, doesn't it? Yeah. I told you. Just Who makes me look even bigger. Who is it? Don't that bald bloke, is it? It's the bird that used to work in the uh, car showroom yard. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. I, Mickey, that's it. I would take that off if I was you, mate, because... Uh, yeah, that's better. All the suture. <laughs> the suture. <laughs> I didn't have earphones on then, so I didn't hear your abuse, so that was all right. I can listen back to it on the edit, so don't worry. There but we look, go. we're going we're gonna to tie it up there. We're going yeah. um, to finish on a very poignant gesture, what George said a little while ago, what we heard. And look, thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this and if you want something like this again let us know um if you're interested in the tour get in touch and we'll put you in touch with rob uh who runs the isle of dog Millwall tours very very good tours um we've been on one myself and i've been on one and no doubt we'll probably end up going on another at some point um they are very educational but look steve brown thank you very much doug thank you it's been a pleasure uh Jax, thank you again for coming on. And Brian, we've all gone like we've all gone like we're auditioning now for Queen, by the way. You've got Rob, you know, I just need to end with well, Bohemian I'm Rhapsody. King, I'm, I'm as close as you're gonna get to Queen. I'm a king. Yeah, no, you, 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 you are you are the king. And and Jax, 
you said it a little while ago, and I'm going to leave the last part of the show to you to say what you said before, mate. Oh, just, about... uh, just to, the next drink you have, just raise a glass to have some friends. So we, we've all missed them, and, it, you know, we wish they were here, but it, it's not to be. Message. Hey, man, it's Devin. You know, from that time you accidentally emailed me because you thought I was a different Devin. <laughs> oh, and your email signature said confidential. If you receive this in error, please delete. <laughs> That's so you. Anyway, I heard you bought a boat when we set in sail, Captain. <laughs> when you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Oh, and uh, no, you did not receive this message in error. <laughs> Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.